Have you ever been tempted to give up or check out in your walk with God? Have you been at a place in life's journey where you felt overwhelmed and overshadowed by life's obstacles, setbacks, or heartaches? It could be you're at such a place right now, a place where you are hungering for hope. If so, then Hope Along the Journey podcast is a ministry of encouragement created specifically with you and others just like you in mind. And now, here is your host, Mark Cravens, to share a word of encouragement with you today. Thank you, friends, for listening in today to Hope Along the Journey podcast. Hi, I'm Mark Cravens, your podcast host, and we are glad that you decided to join us today. With us today here in on the podcast is Trisha Zodi. And Trisha, we welcome you to Hope Along the Journey podcast. Thanks so much, Mark. I appreciate you having me back. Yeah, and thank you for being willing to do another segment with us. Um, if you haven't heard it yet, I, I want to invite all my friends who are listening, go back and listen to Trisha Zodi's story, part one. You want to go back to, and listen to that so that you really can appreciate what we're getting ready to talk about today. Trisha Zodi is, uh, Trisha, you're, you're a lady who does has done a lot of things. You've, you've been, a, you've recorded a couple of CDs. You're, uh, you're a writer. You are I love the fact that you've done a lot of journaling. You've done all kinds of things. You also have this podcast going called Another Beautiful Life. And uh, you're speaking and you've just become a life coach. Isn't that exciting? Yeah. yeah before we get into the rest of your story, tell me, tell our listeners, like, what is life coaching and, and how's that working out for you? Okay. 60 second elevator speech. Yeah, the elevator My, speech. Here we yeah. go. So life coaching is just walking alongside, um, and, and my client is a, a Christian woman. So I walk alongside women that are just at an impasse in life and they need help getting uh, out of the pit. <laughs> they're, they feel, feel like they're stuck. They can't move forward due to a loss, life change, or transition of any sort. And so I just walk with them and giving them tools and principles um, that help them see truth and apply truth in their lives to dispel any lie-based beliefs and and to move out of that. So um, yeah, it's been a privilege to be able to help someone um, through all kinds of things in their life. It's been yeah. very re rewarding for sure. That's great. And that was a phenomenal elevator speech. Thank you. Great. <laughs> um, yeah, because you, you, well, we, that's for another, another podcast. We'll talk about some of the things that you shared and that, that, that was incredible. But let's get back to your story. Uh, as most of you who've been listening know that uh, Trisha Zodi's life three and a half years ago, tra uh, trauma set into her life that sent her on a downward spiral and Trisha, there was that point where you said in your own words, you didn't feel like getting out of bed, you know, but you had to make that choice to get out from underneath the sheets, to get out of the, from, from the dirt that you were laying in and God was calling you to another beautiful life. What I would like for us to do in this segment is for you to kind of tell us how that journey began and kind of what your journey looked like to restoration of mind, body, and spirit to get you to where you are today. Can you take, go back and walk with us on that journey? Sure. And I think it's really important to start 
right at the very beginning. You know, there's, especially when you're dealing with trauma, there is so much shock. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I think that's just part of God's grace that allows us to slowly be able to process things. So it's okay. Uh, But just being at a place in my life where after all the years where I would uh, had a discipline of getting up in the morning and spending my first hour with the Lord or more, if I could spend it in his word and speaking to him, listening to him and journaling through that. Um, then going through trauma of losing my husband to suicide, just not being able to do any of that Mm -hmm. and not being able to even open the word of God and read it. So instead I would just have it beside me a lot and sleep Mm -hmm. with it, with my hands on it at nighttime. So what I would say is the process is slow. It's also going to look different for everyone everyone grieves differently. That's right. right. Um, So the process is different, but I will tell you what helped me. And if that, if somebody else can latch onto that, maybe it'll give them hope for themselves is I allowed myself to grieve. I think that's one of the most important things is I cried whenever the tears wanted to come Mm -hmm. and I allowed myself to question God. Okay. That's not something that we as Christians feel like we can do. We feel a lot of guilt with that, but God is big and Mm -hmm. he can handle it. Okay. Yes, he can. That's right. He know, and he knows my heart and he knows where those questions are coming from, even if they sound like accusations. And I think if we are willing to be honest with the Lord, I think he's just like, man, I can work with that. That's a great starting Absolutely. point. Just, I let true. me have something to work mm-hmm. with. So, you know, just being able to be real with the Lord, not ignore him, just tell him how I felt. Um started that process. I had a lot of people come beside me and, and love on me, um, provide meals for me for mm-hmm. weeks, 20 mm-hmm. weeks of meals. I'm wow. telling you, I had That's so awesome. many people loving on me in so many ways, so many different ways. So just um, allowing the process, you know, I'm, I'm a very type A Enneagram three kind of person. So I'm go, 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 go. And here I was right. just flat out, mm-hmm. had nothing to offer to the world. And, and so just being able to be okay with that and letting the Lord heal my heart and love on me through that situation. Um, but one of the things that I did very quickly, uh, especially in trauma, this is really important. If you have trauma is to get to a counselor. One, I think everyone needs to go to counseling, okay? Every single person on the earth needs to go to counseling. But if you've had any trauma whatsoever, it's my Mm -hmm. suggestion that you get to a counselor that has experience in EMDR, and that's eye movement. um, I'm now going to mess it up. Eye movement, restoration, I've lost it. Yeah, that out. it's okay. okay. All right. So <laughs> yeah, it's all right. Go right ahead. But but EMDR is um, is a therapy that was originally created for some people military that came over that came back home and had PTSD. So I see. typically, with somebody that has trauma and you're having a hard time, like you have anxiety um, or panic attacks due to that, you know, uh, remembering the trauma or uh, reliving it. EMDR helped me just live again, be able to process things again. So EMDR is one of the things that I would highly recommend. Um, But there are so many other things that I 
um, that I did to help myself get on the way. And when I was able to finally open the word and spend time with the Lord, it was not, it, it wasn't formulaic. It didn't have any legalism to it. It was just, let me just actually just, just kind of just open the word and know that when I do that, the spirit of the living God is right there with me. And I just span the flames of him and his spirit just by mm -hmm. turning the pages. I mean, that's good enough. Hello. Let's yes. just take the legalism out of what it's supposed mm -hmm. to look like and just go with God. Um, couple of the other things, because I always have been such a task oriented, purpose driven, like I'm, you know, I, I do this and these are the results. Okay. Look at me. I've done mm -hmm, something. Mm -hmm. And the Lord just really taught me how to sit and be with him, be a human being, not a human doing. And just being able to wow, soak in awesome. a relationship with him, mm -hmm. as opposed to, I do this, I do this, I do this. I'm a worship leader. I'm a sing I'm a singer. I lead Bible study. I do mm -hmm. look at all these things I do. And instead he said, I just want you to be. So learning how to just be with Jesus and, and soak and bask in that relationship, um, is healing. So, so healing. Um, now there are so many people gave me books, which is really interesting. Some books are for some people and some books are not. And I have so I have shelves and shelves of books that people gave me for my quote unquote healing. And some books I even bought myself and I'd start reading them. And then mm -hmm. I'm like, nope, this is not it for me. But there are a couple of books that I, that were really helpful, helpful for me. And if there is anyone out there who has lost a loved one to suicide, there's a book called After Suicide by John H. Hewitt um, that I highly recommend. It's not a very big book. Um, mm -hmm. It is amazing. It actually gives the history of suicide and why, um, if you hear me, I say my husband died by suicide. I don't say mm -hmm. he committed suicide because there's a whole history about that verbiage. So I don't say that. And you find that in this book. Um, it's, it's, it's extremely, it's a beautiful book and it's a book, book full of grace and full of um, understanding who God is for mm -hmm. the broken mm -hmm. and the hurting. Um, another book that I loved was called The Body Keeps the Score, Brain, Mind, and Body in the Healing of Trauma yes. um, by Bessel, Dr. Bessel van der Kolk. Kolk. Do you know him? Do you know this book? I've heard, yes. Mark? Yes, I do. It's a great oh, book. Oh, my goodness. It's a great book. Yeah. It is a, it's the real thing. The body does keep the score. Mm -hmm. If you refuse to heal, if you refuse to do the work of healing, the work of grief, your body will manifest all the stress, all the, everything that you're, you're, um, denying or refusing to face mm -hmm. your, it will manifest in your body. Um, I was losing my hair, my, my heart started racing and I was starting to have, um, heart palpitations. Anyway, the body, yeah. When you don't mess, you, you don't mess around the body, right. the body's going right. to tell you, if you start having a mess it's because you're not so true. That is true. Um, there's, there is a book by Dr. Francine Shapiro, and she's the one that created the EMDR um, therapy, and it's called Getting Past Your Past. Um, and I just, uh, you know, I recommend this book just because it really does talk about what EMDR and how is and how it helps. Um, and then the last book that, and this is a book that's new to me. My youngest son just turned me on to this book that I am just absolutely loving. It's by Neil Anderson. 
Um, it's called Victory Over the Darkness. Yes. Realizing the power mm-hmm. of your identity in Christ. And this book in particular, um, I believe, hits everything about how we are able to heal, to be mm-hmm. able to understand who we are in our relationship with God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit, and who we are as His children, um, as a princess and a prince of the King, um, being able to uh, attend to the mind, body, and spirit. So we talked about you know, the mind, mm-hmm. um, we talked about the body, um, and the spirit is just knowing who we are in Christ and knowing who, who God is and knowing his character. Because if we mm-hmm. understand those things, then we are able to just relax and heal. We are allow, we're able to move to that place where, mm-hmm. hey, I think I see that there could mm-hmm. be another beautiful life. And I'm able to even open myself up to the possibility that there might be freedom again, and there might Mm -hmm. be adventure, and there might be great hope again. And once I open myself up to that, my heart opens to that, then I see those possibilities, then, then that's when I see God working in my life, and I know that it's true. That's awesome. And and those books, uh, some of those I have read, and those are tremendous resources, and I appreciate you sharing that. I want to ask a question here because, and, and I, you may or may not agree with me, but it seems like oftentimes when we go through traumatic events, that it's kind of like all of our, every concept we ever had of God is either shattered or closely re-examined and it's almost like there's a purging a purifying and a rebuilding process that has to center around who is my heavenly father did did you find that to be true for you if you so could you elaborate on that just a little bit yes oh i just love that because you're absolutely right so here's the here's the amazing thing i really thought i knew god like Mm -hmm. i was spending years days hours with my Lord and, Mm -hmm. and just really had an idea of who he was. And I thought I kind of knew how he worked. Right. Sure. Right. right. And then this happens, which is interesting because I just recorded a, uh, a podcast. It's, it'll be number 19. It's called weight is a four letter word. Mm -hmm. And uh, it will probably drop about the same time this one, uh, your podcast does, but it really talks about how I thought I knew this about God or believed this about God, mm-hmm. but that didn't happen. Okay. That didn't come. It didn't, it didn't work out that way. And so what I've come to realize is I put my own personal bias and spin on what things should look like, how he should care for me, how he should work things out for me how the healing should come. And then if it doesn't come that way, then I'm questioning God mm-hmm. when at the, at w- when what really happened is I just put my own perspective and bias on everything mm-hmm. and said, Oh, well, this is how it should happen. And everything that it, sh- how it should happen is for my good, my personal good, my, my good, as in my comfort, right. my pleasures, mm-hmm. my happiness, that's all my good, right? So if you're going to work out things for me, Lord, then I got to be happy. You got to make things right again. And the interesting thing was before Brian uh, 
started even having these problems. I was going to seminary, I was taking a class and I, and I wrote a paper on, a, um, no, this is when he was going through the pain because it was on uh, pain and the sovereignty of God. Of course, there's so many fantastic books and authors that write about that subject. Um, but it was my, it was really my way of saying yes to God's sovereignty, to his sovereign rule, to his uh, plan to even use something evil um, for his good and, and to be okay with that. Mm-hmm. Um I think that's a process for people to get to. Um, and that's okay. That's okay. Um, but I completely believe in the sovereignty of God to the point where if, if God said yes to allowing my husband to take his life, because let's just be honest, if he's control in control of everything over all of, of, of every piece of this life, this world, he could have stopped my husband. Right. Mm-hmm. But he, he gave us enough free will in his sovereignty to choose not to do that. So I have to say, if you've decided not to stop him, then you must have a, a better plan than I do. I think that you're working all things together for my good, but perhaps mm-hmm. I don't understand what mm-hmm. the word good means. Mm-hmm. And I don't understand it from your perspective because I'm looking at it from my selfish narcissistic that's so perspective true. that's right? so true Tricia. Right. so part of the part of the tearing down was seeing god from from my view mm-hmm. like making god putting god in my box in what i thought that he should should be like or how he should act and how he should instead of realizing that this is his world and I'm grateful to be in it, to live mm-hmm. in it. And however my life can move, live and exist in him for his glory, that's what's going to happen. And I have to be, I have to get to a place where I'm okay with that because I believe who he is. And, and, and I believe this is all about him and this is not all about me. Right. So that's, that's, that's a, right. that's a mm-hmm. process though. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, that's a Correct. real, that's yes, a, it is. we have to grow in that faith. You have to grow in that understanding. So, so understanding that, and then, and then knowing that God can do whatever he wants to do. And then having my husband, you know, uh, die by suicide. And then, you know, and then having to grapple with all this, I have no idea who you are. I thought I knew who you are. I have no idea who you are. Now you're going to just show me who you are. So I am, my faith is, does not look anything like it did before because my faith before was self-serving. Everything about it was self-serving. Wow. And, wow. and now it's mm-hmm. all about his kingdom. It truly, truly is about him, him and his kingdom. And um, so that's where I am today. And that's just a, a you know, I mean, it's just a process, Mark, really. Um, and thank you for sharing that, Tricia, because again, I've listened to all of your podcasts and I hear that note resonating through the podcasts. And that's one of the things that kept me listening was I thought, you know, this lady is on a journey. She's been on a journey and somehow her, her conception of who God is has gone under a radical transformation. And, and like you said, so if, if, if you had gone back and rewind the tape, you would have said five, six years ago, I'm a person of faith. I believe God. I trust God. I know who God is. And then yes. all of a sudden, not really. You know, nope. we've got right. to rebuild a, a true biblical concept, not a God after our own image, but to know him for 
who he truly is as he's revealed himself in his word. And honestly, Mark, can I tell you what a privilege it has been to know who yes. he is mm -hmm. and to be, to see him rightly and to be in relationship with him rightly so that it's not about me, that it's about him. I can't mm -hmm. tell you, mm -hmm. um, you know, I, I would be quick to say, I'm grateful to know him this way. Yes, I'd love to have my husband back, but the ability to know him the way I know him now, when I really thought I knew him before, the way I know him now is just, I mean, it's everything. It's absolutely yeah, great. And yeah. this, and this, this right here is why I have freedom and yes, adventure. That's and exactly great hope. right. That's right. Yeah. You, you know, what you said, it just all of a sudden took me back to the words of Job, where Job said, oh. I've heard of you yes. of old, but now my eyes have seen you. Yes. And there's oh, something that. about seeing God after we've come through our trauma and suffering and pain that truly changes for the better our perception of who God is if we will allow that perception to be changed mm. according to his word. Well, Tricia, it's been a joy to have you on the podcast, and, and we're going to have you back someday. In okay, the near future. thank you, Mark. We, we are, we're going to have you that. back because there's yeah. other things we probably would love to explore and discover. Before we close here, tell everybody again about your podcast, where they can find it, about your website, and any other information you'd like to share with my listeners before we close this podcast. Okay. Fantastic. So my podcast is called Another Beautiful Life. It's found on all the platforms that carry podcasts, uh, Spotify, Apple, um, all the, those. You can also find it on my website. You can go to anotherbeautifullife.com. Um, and find it there. You can find out more information about me. And, uh, and also there's a tab there about my life coaching. So the exciting thing about being able to help people, um, not just through my, my podcast, but is, you know, it's kind of moving over into the, the life coaching. And so if someone's interested in that, of course, we can do that anywhere now because we have Zoom, which is right, fantastic. Right. So um, would love, you know, if somebody would like to do that, there's also a contact tab if somebody would like to send me an email um, mm -hmm. on that website as well. So, yeah. Great. All right. Well, thank you. And thank you for coming in via Zoom today from all the way there yeah. in, in Texas. We yeah. pr I appreciate it so much. And God bless you, Tricia. I pray for your ministry and pray for you uh, that God will just continue to bless and use you in a powerful way. Well, thank you, friends. That's, that's it for today. We appreciate you joining today's podcast here on Hope Along the Journey. And as I always say, if you'll look to Jesus Christ, remember, he is the hope of the world. And if you look to him, you'll find hope along the journey. God bless you. And thank you again for listening. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. If you liked what you heard and would like to know more, follow us on Facebook at Hope Along the Journey or send us an email at hopealongthejourney at gmail.com. Thanks again for listening, and we hope you join us again for more hope along the journey.